by our self-will. Not what our dad did to us 10 years ago. Not what happened at the treatment center. Not what that girl or that guy or that job or that boss. Our self-will blocks the power of God off. Let me finish this. I ran out of energy yesterday, I think. If you've already made a decision, we've done that? Yes. And and an inventory of your grosser handicaps, you've done that? Well, then you've done nothing more than make a good beginning. So now you're saying to yourself, wait a minute, I busted my hump on all of this stuff and it's nothing more than a beginning? You betcha. You betcha. If, if that being so, you've swallowed and digested some big chunks of truth about yourself. Do you understand this inventory as our inventory? You've understood, you've digested, you've, you've, you've come to some terms about what you are and your relationship to the world and the creator of your own trouble and how much we need God. Now, go ahead. Yes. Oh, sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I didn't explain that. I got no problem with that. God, I don't know if I can step through this door because I'm too afraid. What do we do with the fear? I beg your pardon. Say that again, Steve, a little louder. Ask God to remove it and whatever fear remains, we ask You got that? We ask God to remove the fear and direct our attention to what he would have us be. God, help me to walk through this door. What's the door? Five, six, seven, nine. Whatever. Job. Relationship. Uh, Kids. Huh? Kids? Nothing. I, I got three of the best kids. That, I just love my kids. Oh, okay. You got it? So God's going to, I'm going to ask God to give me this. God can do this for me. I cannot do that. All right. Over here is responsibility or growth or change, whatever it is. And I just don't want it. I don't want to go through that door. I don't care what. I don't want to help drunks. This is a big one. Twelve. I don't want to help them. They take my money. They take my time. God can't get me through that door because I have the power and the will and the desire to not do that. Self-will. It's exactly. God cannot, will not do for me what I can't do for myself. Any other questions? Was that the question we, we decided that you were going to ask? Oh, how long that was the question. How we were doing this yesterday. We had questions that I knew I'd never remember. How long should it take to do a fourth step? How long should it take to do a fourth step? How long? Now, what? As, as long as it takes. Now, now. Now, as long as it takes, gives everybody a lot of room. As the decision to do it is a lot of room. Okay? Now, we did the fourth step yesterday, right? Yesterday. Right? Were you here yesterday? Did you hear the fourth step yesterday? 
Have you done a four-step yet? I started it last night. Oh. He started it last night. How long did it take you? Not that long. Halfway through, how long did it take you? A few hours. A few hours. <laughs> if, you, if you're three months st still on a fourth step, I would say, maybe you're not excited about it. <laughs> I mean, if the guy really wants it, you follow what I'm trying to say? Where's Juju at? In all the years that she's been in and out, or the multiple of times she's been in and out, right? You would think that she would say, I got the directions now. Let's go. Right? Because we know if we don't do this, we're going to come back again and again and again. Your pastor, yeah, see what I mean? So how long does it take really intelligently if you approach this with the idea you're going to do it it shouldn't take you I mean Bill Wilson did it in a couple of days the whole 12 the whole program still in a hospital someone asked here in 10 day can I do that if Bill was here in 10 day he'd already be in 10 11 and 12 he'd already be in 10 11 and 12 how do I know that how do I know that book tells you that I, well, I, mean, I didn't know the guy. I don't even know if he's in AA. i never seen him in a meeting. <laughs> Any other questions? There was one more question. What was the other question? I asked you it. That was the other question. How, how do you have to have some specific time frame in recovery to take Oh, I thought it was how long to do the fourth step. I, I just escaped me. Well, anyhow, any questions now on, on one, two, three, and four? Any questions now on one, two, three, and four? One, two, three, and four. I think we did a pretty dumb guy approach, but a very simple approach. Let's go to step five. Turn to page, page 72. 72. I'm missing something, Marty. Something is getting right by me. Something is getting by me. 72. We on 72? Okay. Now, remember, all we're doing is following directions. All we're doing is following directions. The, uh, the, uh, if you don't read this book, you miss a lot. I Please, 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 please read the whole book. Please, please read the whole book again and again and again. I don't care what it is. It's only 103 pages. And I got some news for you. After you get done with the first four chapters, it's then it's only about 50 pages. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, read the whole book. Please do that. But there's so much in between that's invaluable. Chapter 6, top of the page, into action. Having made a personal inventory, we did that. What shall we do about it? Now, now listen to what they're saying here. Because if you think you're here to, to, to get sobriety, if you think sobriety is the goal, here's the goal. What we have been trying to get is a new attitude and a new relationship with our Creator. And the reason we're doing this 4, 5, and 6, and 7, and 8, and 9 is to discover and get rid of the obstacles in our path. We've admitted certain defects, yes. We've ascertained in a rough way what the trouble is, yes. We've put our fingers on the weak items in our personal inventory, yes. 
Now these are about to be cast out. So up it, oh, 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 oh. How much recovery have we got in the first four steps? Hardly none. Hardly none at all. The best you can hope for, as we just read, is we got a better attitude about our enemies. We got a better attitude about our about the people who hurt us. But recovery is yet to come. Now starts recovery right here. That was the other question. So if you stop at four, <laughs> yeah, you really know a lot of people have been crapping all over you. <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> no news here. <laughs> no, no news. <laughs> Go down to the second paragraph, halfway through the second paragraph. Uh, I mean, th at the second paragraph, this is perhaps difficult. They know that the fifth step is going to be difficult, especially discussing your defects with another person. They know it's going to be difficult. We think we have done well enough admitting these things to ourselves, and that might be true, but in actual practice, we usually find a solitary self-appraisal insufficient. Many of us thought it necessary to go much further. We will be more reconciled to discuss ourselves with another person when we see good reasons why we should do so. So you might balk at this, and they tell you it's going to be tough. They know it's going to be tough. It could be difficult. But they give you, they tell you this, the best reason for doing a fifth step. The best reason first. If we skip this vital step, you may not overcome drinking. I don't need any more prompting than that. I, I don't really need another, well, yeah, but what about a car? I, I mean, I doesn't, you understand that if I got to do this to overcome drinking, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Then hell, let's do that. We're on the assumption that lack of direction sometimes is the most important thing that, or the most necessary, or the most, well, anyhow. If we skip this vital step, we may not overcome drinking. And for those of you who have not read this book or haven't digested it completely or thoroughly to any degree, they never give you a second reason. <laughs> they say best reason first, they never say, and here's another reason. <laughs> okay? Any questions? Trying to avoid this humbling experience, we've turned to easier methods. Give me another, give me an easier, easier method than working the steps. What? Becoming codependent. Joining a monastery. Joining a monastery. Getting a job. Joining the Navy. All those are pretty drastic. How about Alexa? I just I'll just go to meetings. And if you feel I'm feeling bad, I'll go to more meetings. And if I'm feeling even not so better, I'll go to more meetings. I don't care about the wife, the kids, the family, the job, or anything else. I'm just going to go to more meetings. Why do steps? I go to meetings. Okay? You with me? That's another method. Not going to do methods. We're going to do directions. Agreed? Agreed. Invariably, they got drunk. <laughs> Having persevered with the rest of the program. Now we need directions. Here's This is very important. They took inventory all right, but hung on to some of the worst items in stock. They only thought, squiggly writing, very important, that they lost their egoism and fear. They only thought, squiggly writing, very important, that they humbled themselves. 
They humbled themselves just by doing an inventory and maybe even arrested the steps. They only thought that. But they had not learned enough humility, fearlessness, and honesty in the sense that we find it necessary until they told someone else, squiggly writing, all of your story. You're going to tell someone all of your story. And when you tell someone all of your story, this is what you're going to get. Humility, fearlessness, and honesty. That's what you're going to get when you tell someone else all of your story. Here's the directions. Here's the directions. It says this. It says that... It says that... At the bottom of the page, 73. 73. You with me? We must be entirely honest with someone. This is going to be your job. There are two fifth steps here. There are two fifth steps. But this is your fifth step. You must be entirely... I'm, I got you confused? We'll straighten it out before we close. You must be entirely honest with someone if you expect to live long and happily in, 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 in this world. So you're going to tell someone all your story. You're going to be entirely honest with somebody. Rightly and naturally, now here's your, here's your fifth step. Rightly and naturally, you think well before you choose the person or persons with whom you're going to take this intimate and confidential step. Who is doing the choosing? And they are asking you to think well, choose the person Take this intimate account rightly and naturally. You think well. We want you, this book wants you to think well about you, who you're going to choose. They say here that if you belong to a religion, religious denomination that requires confession, you must go there. And of course you will want to do that. And if you don't, you might want to go to these people anyhow. You might want to go to these people and talk to someone and establish religion, for these people are quick to see our problems. But... If you cannot or would rather not, if you're Catholic and don't want to take a confession, then don't do that. <laughs> then don't do that. They're telling you, if you cannot or would rather not do the search, this is your job. Don't blame nobody for the bad guy you picked for your fifth step. <laughs> we search our acquaintances. This is your job to find someone who's closed mouth, understanding friend. Perhaps your doctor psychologist, attorney, probation officer. It was a joke. All right. Just checking. Just checking. See if you're awake. <laughs> Doctor, psychologist, wives, friends, families. Here's what it says, though. You may, it may be one of your own family, but we cannot disclose anything to our wives or our parents which will hurt them or make them unhappy. Remember that if you're going to do an inventory with someone, make sure that what you tell them will not hurt them or make them unhappy because we have no right to save our own skin at another person's expense. Remember that. So if I'm doing a fifth step with my woman, if I'm doing a fifth step with my dad, if I'm doing a fifth step with my, with my uh, cousin or something, then I am going to tell them my whole fifth step except the part that's going to hurt them or make them unhappy. That part I will tell to someone else, and that's what it says. Such parts of our story we tell to someone who will understand yet be unaffected. The rule is we're hot on ourselves but always consider of others. Any questions? Does that mean we can do a fifth step with more than one person? Yes. Really? How do you know that? 
We just read it. We just, we just read it. That's exactly right. We just read it. We just read it. And it's our job to pick the closed mouth and understanding friend. Notwithstanding the great necessity of discussing ourselves, it may be so situated that these are directions, you see. We're just doing directions. If you can't find nobody that you can think of at the time, maybe the guy's in prison, you're waiting for him to get out. This step may be postponed only if we hold ourselves in complete readiness to go through it at the first opportunity. And, and what do we know for sure? If you don't do this, you're going to get drunk, so we don't want to postpone this any longer than necessary. Do we agree with that? That's what we just read. Uh, it is important, now remember this, it is important that your per, the person you're picking is able to pe keep a confidence, that he fully understand and approve what you are driving at, that he will not try to change your plans, and we, but we don't use this as a mere excuse to postpone. We're going to find somebody. We're going to find somebody. When we decide who's going to hear our story, once again, it's our decision. Don't forget that. We waste no time. We have a written inventory. We got that? Here we are using that inventory that they told that guy to burn. And we're prepared for a long talk. So whenever I do a fifth step, I sit down and I'm prepared for a long, long talk. I've done three days of inventory. I have done guy three days, guys and girls, both three days. Where can, how could you have that much to say? I used to think it was a woman thing, but I had a guy. Three days. Well, maybe, I don't know. We explain to the partner what we're about to do. This is what you're going to do. You're going to explain to your partner. You want to find somebody who understands. He should realize that he's engaged upon a life and death errand. Most people approachable this way will be glad to help. They will be honored by our confidence. Now, here's your directions. We are going to pocket our pride, and we're going to go to it. We're going to illuminate, this is our job as we do our fifth step, we are going to illuminate every twist of character, our, every dark cranny of the past. Once we've taken that step and we're going to withhold nothing, we will be delighted. Now we're going to stop here. We do want you to in a way over here, we, if you're going to stand up and, and, and you know what I'm saying? No, we're going to stop here. <laughs> We're going to stop here. We're going to stop here because now it's the time for the telling. Okay? The time for the telling. Telling. You're going to be doing a fifth step with somebody. You're going to be telling them what? All your life story, every nook and cranny of the past, every dark secret, every... Uh, uh, give me another description of our job. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing, uh, entirely honest with somebody. Yeah, Stevie. So what we do is go through and actually read our four steps. We brought to it, go through the four steps, and then afterwards, if there's stuff that's not typically written in the, in the columns or in the writing, we add that in. Ah, very good. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. The deal is this. You're going to tell somebody all your life story, but you're going to use the piece of paper you got in front of you. Now, when I do a fifth step with someone, I try to make it as easy as I can. Now, we already talked about two fifth steps. Remember the two fifth steps? You give me that, what the hell is he saying? Now, look. Here's the second fifth step. The second fifth step. The first fifth step is the one we're taking with somebody. The, the, uh, the one we're giving to somebody. The second fifth step is the one we're receiving. Oh, 
What's our job as a sponsor? Offer to do a third and fifth step. And if I'm going to do a fifth step with you, then I must be sure that I am closed mouth. I must be sure that I am understanding. I must be sure that what you tell me will be kept confident. And I must be sure that I will not attempt to change your plans. You got that? Two fifth steps, the one you're giving and the one you're receiving. That's your job. If you can't keep your, your mouth... <laughs> Your mouth shut, if you can't keep your mouth shut, then please ask God to keep it shut. Don't deny yourself this pleasure of seeing another human being grow. I, 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 I just can't tell you. Any questions now? What was your question? So when I do a fifth step with someone, when someone is talking to me about a fifth step, I try to put them as at much ease as I can because I understand what they're going through. I've had the same experience. I try to explain to them if you've got it written down, and they should have, if they don't have a fifth, fourth step written down, I will not do a fifth step. Or you can bullshit with me and you can talk my ear off. I don't care. But if you want to do a fifth step, you've got to have a fourth step. Okay? I'll agree there's a lot of times just talking to somebody helps, but don't call that a fifth step. Okay, so if I got this written down, they got this written down, here's what I say to them. You can do this a couple of ways. You can read me your inventory and fill in your life around your inventory, or you can tell me your whole life and put the inventory into pieces. So if you want to talk about your dad, you can tell me your whole story about your dad and fill in the resentments and the fears and all the stuff you got. And if you want to just tell me about your whole life, fill in your dad is just part of it. Just whatever's best for you, whatever's easiest for you, whatever's most comfortable for you. That's my job as a sponsor to help that person because I've had that experience myself. Oh, no. No, no. As a sponsor, I offer to do it. It's your choice as to who you do it with. It's your choice as to who you do it with. I have done hundreds of fifth steps. Hundreds. Poor Marty. Poor Not that he's gone. Poor, poor Marty come over to my house on vacation, come up to Cleveland, thought he was some kind of, I don't know what, California guy, I don't know. Come down to the basement, let's see this AA. I said, okay, here's an AA. Do the fifth step with this guy. What, what the hell? <laughs> but, but, but they was both junkies, so it worked out really well. And I'd done a fifth step with this guy two or three times because he's been out for t in and out for ten years that I've known about. <laughs> but he would never make amends. He, he can't stay sober if you don't do it all. <laughs> okay? So Pyro Marty got there in Cleveland a couple days, got to do a fifth step. That's Alcoholics Anonymous. That has little to do with meetings, does it? That has little to do with meetings. If our purpose to go to meetings is to get help, we are misusing Alcoholics Anonymous. Because if our purpose to go to meetings is to help others, we are using it properly. Yes? Giving a fifth step is having them read their inventory to you and receiving a fifth step is talking about it. No. No. If I'm going to give a fifth step, I'm going to take my fifth step with him. With him. I'm going to tell him what my whole life is. All the darks and nooks and crannies of the past. His job is keep his mouth shut. Not try to persuade me from going on. So to Go ahead. Receiving the fifth step is keeping your mouth shut. Yeah. Okay. Any questions? More bid? More bid.
Oh, oh, Morgan. Oh, you want Morgan to be my guy. Okay, Morgan. Morgan's going to do his fifth step. Morbid Morgan. Morgan, do you hear him? Okay? We pocket our pride. This is what you got to do. You got to pocket your pride. Go to the eliminating every twisted character, every dark kind in the past. Once you're done with just taking a step, withholding nothing, you are delighted. Now that's where we stopped and here's where we picked up. How long does it take to do a fifth step? However long it takes. But know this, be prepared. Be prepared for a long talk. I don't never take a fifth step if I got to be somewhere in three or four hours. I, don't, I will just try to schedule it so that if they need whatever they need, I've had them stay at my house for days. Just days. Me and the guy was doing a fifth step. We both fell asleep together at the same time. That's a true story. Him talking, me listening. We both went out. We both woke up. <laughs> Ooh, that felt good. <laughs> Taking a little nappy poo in the middle of it. But you understand is that whatever needs to be done, let's do it. That's our job, right? We read that. Yes, yes, my dear. You can do it in the attic, you can do it in the basement, you can do it in the garage, it doesn't matter where you want to do it. What? The question is, do they have to be in AA? Do they have to have gone through Oh, no, 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 no. Fifth step with anybody, a priest, a minister, your rabbi, your mother, your wife, your father, but they give you guidelines, they give you parameters to whoever it is you're going to do it. Don't hurt them. Don't take yourself off the hook and put them on the hook. Okay? No, hell no. Hell, given a choice, I'd rather not do it in AA, but, but, any questions? Now, here's what it says, and this is not directions. This is not directions. We will be delighted. We'll look the world in the eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our fears will fall from us. Very important thing, but no direction. We'll feel the nearness of our creator. Very important thing, but no directions. And if you don't feel these things, trust me when I tell you, you're still following directions. You're still following directions. You're going to get that pineapple upside down cake, whether you feel like it's going to be right or not. All you got to do is follow directions. Oh, la, 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 la. What? <laughs> I don't even have a zipper. Let's go down. Let's go down to 75. Last paragraph. Last paragraph. More directions for the fifth step. Last paragraph. More directions. Okay. So you've done a fifth step in my home, you've told me all your life story, you've told me every nook and cranny of the past, you've swallowed your pride, you've, uh, you've been entirely honest with me, we've got all of these directions we've been with, my job is to keep my mouth shut, be an understanding friend, to be closed mouth, not to try to dissuade you, we've done both fifth steps there, now you're going to leave when you're done with your fifth step returning home. Now if you live here and you go to your room or wherever the case might be, it's a matter of semantics. We find a place where we can be quiet for an hour. So they're suggesting to you, the directions are that you sit quiet for an hour. This is part of the fifth step. That you sit quiet for an hour and you carefully review what you have done. Do you notice how important your thinking is in all of this? Your thinking, as wacky as it might be, trust me when I tell you that the desire... The desire to work these steps to get closer to God to serve Him is much more important than efficiency, than accuracy. 
the willingness to swallow pride or do whatever it is to get close to God is much more important than accuracy. And if you can do this, the faster you do this in your recovery, the closer you get to God quicker. That just makes sense, doesn't it? So, oh, well, well, I'll be more honest at a year than I will at three, three days. That's true. No one's denying that, but we are learning a procedure that we are going to be able to use later on for the rest of our lives. And we have done the procedure here, and that's all we're looking for. When you return home for an hour, carefully, carefully reviewing what you've done. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to review what you've done. We're going to thank God from the bottom of our hearts that we know Him better. We're going to thank God for that. We're going to take this book down from the shelf or underneath the couch, wherever it might be. You're going to turn to the pages that contain the 12 steps. Do you understand that? They're giving you specific direction on what to do. Okay? You're going to turn to the 12 steps. You're going to carefully read the first five proposals. And you're going to ask yourself this. Have I omitted anything? Have I left anything up? For we're building an archway, building an arch through which we shall walk to free men at last. We're back to that third step again, ain't it? We're back to that third step again. This is what it said in that third step. That's going to be the foundation of our entire recovery, right here in this third step. Here's the question we ask ourselves. Is my work solid so far? In Cleveland, we refer to this in the tie-in section, but I guess it doesn't matter out here. Are the stones properly in place? Have we skimped on the cement put into the foundation? Have we tried to make mortar without sand? This is the question we're asking ourselves. Have we done these things? This is our questions. Any questions about the questions? It's so simple, isn't it? If you just take it one little direction at a time. Like the girl with the, with the apple. Now, when you've asked yourself these questions, if you can answer to your satisfaction, then we're at step six. Simple as that. Nothing done. Nothing big deal. Any questions on five? We've just done five. We have went into great detail and great specifics on the directions for step five. They're really very simple. The hard part, again, is in the head and in the heart. That's the hard part. That's where the work is. Here's what it says. With step six. Anybody questions? Nothing? Four, five, three, five, nothing. We have emphasized willingness as being indispensable. Where, where have we emphasized that as being a necessary requirement? Oh, even before we got there, remember this. Do you want what we have? Are you willing to go to any lengths to get it? Right there. You made this decision right here because it's going to get tough now. We're going to, you made that decision to I'm going to do this no matter what to go to any lengths a long time ago, right? They're just reminding you that you made the, that you said, yeah, I want to do this. Go ahead. That was when your sponsor asked you to read 100, first 103 pages. That's when I asked Morgan, Morgan, to read the first 103 pages and asked him those questions. Do you want we have? Are you willing to go to any nice to get it? What he said. Hell yeah, big boy, I'm ready to do that. Now it says, 
We are now ready to let God remove from us all the things which we have admitted are objectionable. Where have we got this list and the admittance? Fourth step. I've got a list of the things that I find I don't like in my inventory. i got a list of the things that I want removed from me. All we're doing here is being ready to have God remove them. If we could remove them ourselves, we wouldn't have them on this list. We do not want these things inside ourselves. Can he now take them all? That's a question. Everyone. Can God, can God have this stuff? Can God have my dishonesty, my inconsiderate? Remember we talked about the relationship being destroyed just because I was inconsiderate. Am I ready to have God remove dishonest, this dishonesty that's caused me so much trouble in my life and everywhere else? Have I let God ready to remove this selfishness that I found put a big wedge between me and my dad and me and everybody else on the face of the earth? <laughs> Am I ready to... The question is yours, you see. The question is yours. Can he now take everyone, them, everyone, all, every, take them all, everyone... Ooh. Yeah. But if you took away all my defects of character, I won't have any character left. <laughs> if right now. If right now I could get rid of the defects of character that I know about, because I got them, if right now, if right now I could give orders to God, see, I'm going to ask Him, but if I could give Him orders, get rid of this pride. Oh God, I hate this pride, and I hate it with a passion. I hate this filthy mouth I get sometimes. I, I hate, I hate the, the, the snide remarks I'll, I'll shoot at somebody sometimes. I hate it when these drivers get in my way and I get so impatient. I mean, I take steps to contradict it. If God could remove all of these things that I know about, yes? Yes. Then I would be able to see the ones that I don't see then I would be able to see the ones that I don't see. If you think that the list of defects I have today are the same list that I had when I first started, you're damn near right. <laughs> but some of them have been removed. But other ones I have seen because my thinking has raised to a higher plane, as it will in 10, 11, and 12. Okay? Does that answer your question? You're absolutely right. I will have no character left. You're absolutely right. But I will always find more. Because that's the makeup of my being. Makeup of my being. Go ahead. Do you have a question? Okay. You're going to comment. No comments here. No comments. Except, hey, shut the... F sit down. Okay. If we still listen to this, very important, big time shoot a dime stuff because this will never be done again. Once we do this, we are done with this, this willingness. You understand that? 
It says, if we still cling to something that we will not let go, we ask God to help us to be willing. Remember back when we finished up, when I said I missed something very important, and I said down here, you read this book again, Faith and the Faith did for us, we could not do for ourselves. That's what we're going to do. We're going to ask God to do this. We're going to ask God to do this. We believe He can do this. We have found this to be true, and so what we've done so far. So if you were not willing, Alphonse, to let go of these defects, then ask God to let that, to do that you, if you still cling to something you will not, we will ask God to let us be willing. God, just let me be willing to get rid of this. I won't have no character. I will not have any character at all. I will not, and personally, between me and you, between me and you, a mixed group, so maybe we shouldn't even do this. But I often <laughs> felt that if I let go of this, this, right hand what are you looking I'd be some kind of half a sissy and everybody would walk all over me and then I'd be nothing but a punk tossed off to the wayside and you know what I found out when I let go of that I become more of a man than I ever was and you couldn't have convinced me of that but I had to pray for this willingness God I don't want to hurt nobody no more I don't want to hit nobody no more I don't want to hurt none of your little kids no more I don't want to beat up nobody no more. And that was one of those things that I had to pray about. Okay? When ready, and they're telling you that you got to be ready. It's your decision. And we already know that if you drag your feet on this, you're going to get drunk. You already know that. When ready, this is a prayer. My creator, I am not willing that you should have all of me, the good and the bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defective character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. And please keep that in mind. That the prayer we're, not, that we're praying here is not, God, take this out of the way because I'm unhappy. <coughs> the prayer is, God, take this out of the way because it's standing in my way of being of service to you and my fellows. That's the prayer. Third step again, ain't it? That's the deal we made in that step three. We're right back to it all. We're reaffirming that on a greater basis, on a higher plane than ever before. I want to be of service to you and my fellows, and whatever stands in the way, remove it. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Strength. To do what? His bidding. His will. His work. Remember what I said? We wrote down, we found out in that third step, not wrote down, but found out what we're not supposed to do. And that later on we'll find out what we are supposed to do. We're in that process right now. Faith and facts coming together. Us and God. Closer than we were just a few steps ago. And we're only talking a few hours. Because we're getting ourselves out of the way. We're gaining humility and honesty in that fifth step. That's what we talked about, ain't it? Okay. Any questions? We're done with seven. Done with six, done with seven. Six and seven then actually is a change of thinking once again, a change of attitude once again, a getting rid of ourselves once again. It's hardly any work, but it's crucial to what we're going to do in the future. Huh? Crucial. Now we need more action. Without which we find that you guys ain't asking no questions. You're standing here like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just a drunk. Don't, don't, don't you, 
Don't you start taking me for granted. Yeah, he said so. No. Uh uh-uh. If I read it wrong out of the book, jump on me. Get deep in me. Yeah. Put your hand on. I answer no questions. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. This prayer that we just went through. Yes. Step six and step seven. Step six is willing. Step six is willing. Yes, I am willing to have God remove these things for me that stand in my way of service. And seven, we're going to ask Him to do it. Seven, we're going to ask Him to do it. But we got to know what we'll be willing to do when He tells us these things that are standing in the way. Get rid of every one of these things that we've listed in this fourth step and fifth step that we found out in this inventory that we don't want. Get rid of it. That's your question? my way of service to you. I am just willing to let him do this. I have asked him to do this. What if... No, I I shouldn't do this. I don't want to get into what ifs. But we are going to be human beings for the rest of our lives. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. That ain't going to change. Willingness to let this go in our lives will always be there. We will always have this in our lives. So when it, when it, whenever this thing pops up, whatever this thing might be, I'm not going to say, screw it, I don't care anymore. I'm sober as a... <laughs> I, you know what? I changed cars. I, I was I standing at the trolley station, and I was going one way, and then he come up, and I got on another car, and I was going the other direction. What were we talking about? <laughs> we got finished? No, we didn't start. We didn't start. We're human beings. We're going to be this way. Oh, 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 the defects of character. Yes, but when these defects of character arise, we will not no longer accept them. We will be willing to do something about them. That's the deal. That's the deal. We have identified these. We ask God to remove them. If I thought for 10 seconds that God wasn't doing his job with my pride, huh? I would lose my faith in God. But I believe that whatever is going on inside of me right now, Whatever I'm facing right now, whether it's with my pride, whether it's with my vulgarity, whether it's whatever it's with, I will use it to benefit someone along the line. I will always use it to benefit someone along the line. My mistakes are my greatest asset. <laughs> I made a lot of them. Okay? So you mean I don't have to work on my character defects? I just have to ask them to Now, now, now. Does that mean we don't have to work on our character defects, that God will remove them? God, what? Is that what you asked? That's my That's what I was Oh, same thing. Oh, same thing. When these character defects arise up inside us, what do we do first? And what's our prayer? God, take this out of the way. What's our action? We are going to no longer argue. We're no longer going to fight. We're going to have... Well, how do I know that? We, we cease fighting everything and everyone. That's coming. 
See, what we're going to do about what we're praying is coming very quickly. Where does that come? Ten. Where else? Eleven. That's exactly right. So if you stop here, you're asking, you're, oh, you're hanging out in the wind here. Just a guy. You're hanging out in the wind. You have to continue on further because they're going to give us specific directions what to do about these things that interfere with God. Does that make sense? Well, sure. Hanging here? Yes. Well, 10, 11, and 12 is going to tell us that. Let us get there then, okay? Let us not get too far ahead because I love 10, 11, and 12. Oh, I love 10, and I love 11. Huh? She called me a wizard? No. <laughs> oh, 10 is exquisite. What? Oh, honey, we're not at nine yet. We're not at we're, we're at six and seven. Yeah, we're at, we just finished seven. We're, we're going to do eight now. We're going to do eight now, okay? The, the question was defects of character. We offer, ask God to remove them. Then what do we do about it when they pop up? Well, that's what 10 and 11 is for. We have a program of action. Program of action. Okay, eight and nine. We now have a list of all persons we've harmed who we're willing to make amends to. Where'd we do that? Fourth step. Simple as that. Uh, uh, we subjected ourselves to a drastic. We took away. We, we made it. We made it when we took inventory. We subjected ourselves to a drastic self-appraisal. Now I'm going to tell you right here, from what I can see, this is the vaguest part of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Because I know no one who has done a four-step and have listed everyone that they need to make amends to. Because not all the things I have done have fear connected to it. Not all the things that I have done have resentment connected to it. Not all the things that I have done have self, a sexual conduct connected to it. So obviously, there is more that needs to be made amends for than what I've already written. Now, that's why I'm saying it's so vague. Because it says here we suggested ourselves to a drastic self-appraisal in addition to the inventory. Okay? So I'm, a, I'm going to have to say, to the best of my interpretation, is that if you have done a four-step, you subject yourself now to a drastic self-appraisal, adding more names to whatever it is that you got. Does that make sense to you to make more amends? Uh, I, don't nail me down on this. Go ahead. Fourth or fifth step, this we're all we're see we we got all of this stuff now. We're walking all the way to eight and nine with all of this stuff. Okay? Fourth and fifth step. This we got it. Just see you'll discover more. You're gonna discover more in your fifth step. But we've got the procedure and what to do with it coming up. Okay? Okay. We subjected ourselves to drastic self-appraisal. Now we go out to our fellows. This is our directions. Now we're going to go out to our fellows and repair the damage done in the past. This is what we're going to do. We're going to attempt to sweep away the debris that has accumulated out of our effort to live on self-will and run the show ourselves. Where are we back to now? Step three, we're right back to step three. You see, that's our, that's our self-will, is to run the show. And this is the debris that we have is created. Nothing more than our godlessness. Nothing more than our being the power. Nothing more than us trying to get our way. 
in that that is so simple that are you telling me that I have screwed up this whole precious gift of life that I only got so much of because I'm selfish and are you telling me that if I stop being selfish I'll stop screwing it up it's what we're reading here are we ever going to what's your question be completely unselfish I don't think so if you have been, I'm happy for you. Okay. Uh, that's what's important about what we're doing here, is that we must know that what we have been done, what has been done to us so far has been done simply out of self-will and us trying to run the show. If we haven't the will to do this, this, this make the amends, we pray until it comes. If you haven't the will to do this, we ask until it comes. Remember this. This is, they're just giving you a little refresher course and it goes into squiggly writing and that means very important. You agreed, you agreed, not me telling you to work these steps, not me telling you what to do. You agreed that in the beginning, squiggly writing, you are going to go to any lengths for victory over alcohol. They're going right back to our agreement that yes, I want to do this. It's your decision, always is. Always is. Squiggly writing. Remember you said you'd do this. We look over the list of business questions, friends, let's be sure that some people should not or probably not should be approached on the, uh, uh, let's go to 76, I'm sorry, 76 at the bottom of the paragraph, last paragraph. As we look over the list of business acquaintances and friends, you got that? Whom we have hurt, remember, who we have hurt, 76, the bottom, Bottom, we may feel diffident about going to some of them on a spiritual basis, spiritual basis. Let us be assured, now these are, let me, uh, let me outline this ninth step for you. There are areas of our lives that we need to make amends in. Agreed? Wives, business acquaintances, family, friends, cops, okay, ex-wives, okay, okay, for us today to attempt to cover every one of these areas would be A long thing. So, right here underneath every amends is a foundation work. Okay? We are going to do the foundation work. If you have to make amends, and you do, then if you know what area, who have you got to go to? I got to go to my ex old lady. There's a part in there about your ex old lady. If you, I gotta go to, I stole from the boss. There's a part in there from where you steal from the boss. I, I've, I've gotta go to court. There's a part in there about going to court. Bless you. Okay? But under every one of these amends is this very foundation that we're going to do now. A guideline, if you will. Okay? 
Are you with me on that? Am I making it clear? So for us to try to do every one of these areas, it would take too long. So we're going to do the foundation work, and then when you go to make your amends, look in that book in that area. Yes? No? Maybe? Okay. Okay? You with me? No? Okay. Whew. Here's foundation work. This is foundation work. Uh, you may feel funny about going to these people on a spiritual basis. Be assured that on some people, some people that you're going to call up, that you not need stress to emphasize the spiritual feature on your first approach. That doesn't mean you're not going to stress the spiritual feature. That means you're just not going to call the guy up and say, I have found God, and I want to talk to you about that money I stole in your wife, by the way. Why? Why? Because we might prejudice them. See, our job is to be of service. Remember that. At the very moment, here's what we're here's here's what it says. At the moment, right now, we are trying to put our lives to order. You agree with that? But watch this. But this is not the end, not an end in itself. Our real purpose, this is our real purpose, is to fit ourselves to be of maximum service to God and to the people about us. It is seldom wise to approach an individual and an, uh, 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 who still smarts from our injustice and announce that we've got religion. Because we might spoil the chance to help that person. Not because they won't accept the amends. Not because we won't get it out of the way. Because we still have a purpose to be of service. To fit ourselves to be of service. That means we're going to use our brains now. How can I best make amends to clean this up and help that person? Okay? That doesn't mean we're not going to approach these people who still smart from our injustice. We're not just, just not going to announce that we've gone religious, that we've gotten this power of God in our lives. Now, we will do this. We will do this. But not on our first approach. Why, are, why lay ourselves open to be brandished fanatics or religious boards? We may kill a future opportunity to carry a beneficial message. Do you understand that? Directions out of the book. Our job is to try to help everybody, everywhere, everything that we do and everywhere we go. Yeah. Let's hold on here. Let's not confuse the issue. We are going to make amends. If they still smart from our injustice, we're going to make amends. What they're suggesting is that we don't do is call up your grandma and say, Grandma, I got God in my life. <laughs> grandma, can I come and talk to you? And when we go there to Grandma, you know, Grandma, I'm a sober member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I live by spiritual principles the way God wants me to live. And two of those principles are restitution and amends. And I'm here today to tell you how truly sorry I am that I stole your wooden leg, and here's your leg back. <laughs> now, is she still smarting from the injustice? And limping too. <laughs> She now knows a couple of things. What are those couple of things? Sober member of Alcoholics Anonymous. Spiritual principles. I'm living with God the way God wants me to live. 
and that I'm willing to clean up the past because if I don't, I will not remain sober. She knows those things without announcing, without announcing that we have found God and gone religious. What we're doing here is trying to uh, point out that there is a way to make amends and still be useful. And we need to use our brain to do that. Okay? To walk in and say, hey, here's the 20 bucks I stole from you. And walk out. Have you paid the 20 back? How useful have you been? We want to do more than just pay the 20 back. I'm a sober member of Alcoholics Anonymous. To what the hell is Alcoholics Anonymous? I live the way God wants me to live. Who are we giving credit to? Where did we make that deal? See, see, see what I mean? We're going back to that foundation. Always back to that foundation. Did that answer your question? Yes, Okay. At the moment, we're trying to put our lives in order. But this is not an end in itself. Our real purpose is to fit ourselves, to shape ourselves, to mold ourselves, to be of maximum service to God and the people around us. Here's your 20 bucks. Put my life in order. I'm a sober member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I live the way God wants me to live by spiritual principles, and two of those principles is, is restitution and amends, and if I don't do this, I will not remain sober. Not only have I put my life in order, I have put myself available to let this guy know that God is the power of my life. Alcoholics Anonymous is what has made the change in me, and maybe he can do that too. Is that the beneficial message? That. Is an example. Yeah. Is I am, an, I am keeping my end of the bargain in step three. What was the bargain in step three? Relief, take away my gift of difficulty so that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. We are just doing that which what we have agreed to do a couple of steps ago. The whole fun program... <laughs> The whole, whole fun program is part of the third. Okay? Yes? Let's read the book. Let's read the book. You ain't getting me stepping out there giving you my opinion. Okay. Uh, why are they so? We might kill a future. Why are they so? Why? Why? 77. Why lay ourselves open to be branded fanatics and religious bores? Now that has nothing to do with pride, that has nothing to do with ego, it has to do with this. We may kill a future opportunity to carry beneficial message. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Our man is sure to be impressed with the sincere desire to set things right. He is going to be more interested in the demonstration of goodwill than of our talk of spiritual discoveries. So that's why they say, don't go in there screaming about God, go in there carrying God's message, carrying your His example, His power, what you agreed to do, step three. Okay? We don't use this as an example. Now, this is foundation for every amends you're going to make. Okay? Foundation work. 
We don't use this as an excuse for shying away from the subject of God when it will serve a good purpose. We're willing to announce our convictions with tact and common sense, which is what we talked about using our brains, and we even gave an example of how to do it. The question of how to approach a man we hate will arise. It may be as dead. A lot of this is, is, is us. It may be this guy has hurt me more than we have hurt him. Hurt me more than we have hurt him. Though we may have acquired a better attitude, which is what we did in step four in that prayer, we're still not too hot about going to this guy and admitting our faults. Nevertheless, with the person we dislike, we take the bit in our teeth. It is harder to go to an enemy than to a friend. But we find it much more beneficial to us. We go to him in a helpful, this is a, a foundation, you're going to do this with every amends you make, a helpful and forgiving spirit, confessing our former ill feelings and expressing our regret. Every amends carries that. That's a foundation. Another foundation thing. Another foundation thing. Under no condition do you criticize the person or argue. Do not get in a pissing contest with the guy you're going to make amends with. Do not, do not simply tell him that we will never get over drinking, which is what we covered in this little summation with this guy in the 20 bucks, until, until we have done our utmost to straighten out the past. We are there to sweep off our side of the street, realizing nothing can be accomplished until we do. Never trying to tell him what he should do. Foundation stuff. Never get in an argument with these guys. Never trying to tell him what he should do. His fault 78 now. I'm sorry, I, I got going so quick I forgot to turn page. 78. His faults are not to be discussed. Do you understand that? We stick to our own. Here's how you make amends. If your manner is calm, frank, and open. Calm, frank, and open. We're not going to discuss his faults. We're not going to argue. These are foundation things for every, for every, for every amends we're going to make. These are foundation things. Got it? Got it. Now, most alcoholics owe money. See what I mean? Now, perhaps we've committed a criminal offense. Very same page further down. See what I mean? Got it? Uh, how about the wives? Next page, 79. Got it? How about the next page? Uh, 80. A guy who's just a gossip and a snitch and a liar. Got it? So if you have any questions about these areas of your lives, where should you go? This section of the book. Keep this in mind. Very important that you keep this in mind. It's very important. Very important. If we, we, page 78, the end of the third paragraph, we must lose our fear of creditors. This is foundation work. No matter how far we have to go, for we are liable to drink if we are afraid to face them. You must lose this fear of creditors or you're liable to drink. Foundation work. You must face these people. I don't care if it's 10 bucks or 10,000 bucks. I don't care what it is. If you don't face these people, you're liable to get drunk. Any questions? IRNS should be at the top of your list because they are like God.
They never forget. They might forgive, but they ain't going to forget. They forgive. Oh, really? Really? I cannot tell you how many people I have known within the last 12 months that have gone to the IRS up to here. And the IRS says, let's make a deal. Give me 50 cents on the dollar. There is a God. No, no, there is a program. God is always there. You have to lose the fear of facing these people. And I'll tell you a secret. When they send you a letter, you don't answer it. They send you another letter, you don't answer it. They get ugly. They ain't going to forgive you much. But when they show you're making an effort, not just an example, I don't mean to get into this, they're willing to work with you. Not from my own experience. I never cheated on my taxes. Not from my own experience. I never got cheat, caught cheating on my taxes. <laughs> really, they're not going to audit a $10,000, $20,000 a year man. You know what I'm trying to say? Did you really give $300 to the VONA? Uh, $290? Uh, okay? All right? The important thing is the important thing we make fun of it, but the important thing is you lose your fear of these people or you're going to get drunk. The important thing is that you face these people and let them know that God is doing this. The important thing is that you do not knock them out of the box right away, spoil a chance of being useful by announcing, I have found God. Okay? No, no, on, on our initial contact, do not walk in announcing that I have found the power of God and now that I'm on the right path and all of that. But we do, once we start to make amends, let them know. As I gave you the example, here's the 20 bucks, oh yeah, we've cleaned up our path. Oh yeah, the IRS, it doesn't, you know what, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll tell you the truth, you might find this strange, but business people are still business people. And when they hear that you have joined Alcoholics Anonymous, they're either going to throw you out of the office, not know what Alcoholics Anonymous is, or say, really, my brother's in AA and it saved his life. I mean, I can't tell you. The stories are miraculous, but we let those be in God's hands. Because there's more directions here. Even if they do throw you out of the office, what's the difference? We have done the right thing. It tells you that right here. Somewhere. Somewhere. Well, there's so many directions for each amends that we can't cover it all. Any other questions? On nine. On nine. Yeah, okay, if they tell you to go to hell, so what? So what? Never tell your old lady who you're cheating on or who you're cheating with. Well, not because you're afraid of uh, uh, that you lose the relationship or something because you're going to want to quit that anyhow. It's that we don't want to hurt her any further, and then we don't want to give her somebody to vent your jealousy on. We don't, and it gives you all of these directions in here. You follow what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Okay. Any questions on any questions on amends? There are specific sections that we want you to use for specific amends. But the foundation is what we just talked about. Don't ruin the opportunity. Bless you by going in there and saying, I found religion. But please talk, let them know that God is the power in your life. Okay? Let them let know you gotta be you gotta lose your fear of facing these creditors or you're gonna get drunk. Okay? Let them know that you must do this in order to stay sober. Okay? Yeah. Watch this. 
All we're doing is our end of the deal. We don't care what they've done, what they think. We do care what they feel. We don't want to hurt them any further. But our job, what if she's an atheist? I like that question. Can you imagine an atheist taking an amends from a bitterly hated rival and having that bitterly hated rival say, God did this for me? Would that get him thinking? <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Huh? Could you get a non-stop ticket to heaven you convert that sucker? Woohoo! Take the express! <laughs> I'm just... I'm just... It's my own little religion coming out, okay? Okay? Does that make sense to you? It doesn't matter. We know what we're supposed to do. Remember foundation work? We're going to do this foundation work with every amends. If they're atheists or if they're not atheists, that's not the question is this. This is what we're going to do, no matter what. And this is what we're not going to do. They always give you the parameters. Okay? Any questions on 9? Let's go to 10. Any questions on 9? Nothing. No questions on 9. Let's go into, uh, let's go to page, uh, as a little bit before 10. She asked a question before about, uh, do we have to see the person in front, face-to-face uh, for making amends, or? Who asked that question? Somebody asked over there, I think, asked. You asked the question, was it, did I brush you? Did I really brush you? Oh, we did that in when we were doing 7 and 8. No, when you make amends, you have to do it in person. <laughs> We must lose our fear of facing these people with creditors. And we must face these people who we have harmed. If you cannot do that, we still have to do something about this. Phone call? Uh, if I can talk to them, maybe I can visit them. That's what I love about convicts. I wish every convict in the penitentiary would hurry up and get to this point. Because they can send them letters out because they can't see them, you see. But try to get them to do that. There ain't no way in the world. No way in the world. I don't care how you do it. Face them when possible. Two good reasons. First reason is we will gain humility. And when we get rid of self, God gets in closer. Okay? Got that? And the second reason is is that we are more beneficial to the people we're going to help. Not in the amends, but in our approach and our wording about God is doing this for us. Okay? You got a question back here first. Okay, question back there. Do you have to go back to that person and make amends again and tell them why you're doing it? Well, probably you want to get back together with them, but... <laughs> but you have to examine your own... <laughs> Your own little sneaky motives and what it is you want from that poor guy who you have already ruined. Oh, the question is this. The question is this. Are we going to do what we're supposed to do or are we not? Simple as that. Are we going to do what we're supposed to do or are we not? The question is yours. Remember at this point in your sobriety, Everything from here on in is going to be your spiritual growth. Everything from here on in is going to bring you closer to God and a more value to your fellow man. You got that? Okay. So if you've already straightened out a mess, do you want to straighten it out again? And if you want to straighten it out again, what's the reason? What's the motive? Okay? 
We're using our brain now. Oh, put some cream in your way. A little more. You understand that? We're using our brains. Now, there's many amends I've made that later on in life I realized I didn't do it as good or as thorough or as useful or as possible, and I went and straightened that out. But it wasn't the big crucifix that it had been the first time around. Because we know this ain't going to be easy. Does that make sense to you? Okay, if all I stole was money, if all I stole was money, what have I got to do? If I have swindled them and deceived them to get the money, what have I got to do? Pay the money back and apologize for the lie and the deception and the harm. Okay? Procter & Gamble don't give a shit if you swipe $300 or not to tell the truth. They don't care if you've found God or not. They might not even want the 300 You follow me? I've done many, seen many amends where they say, we don't want the money, get the hell out of here. We, we raised your insurance rates a long time ago. We got that money back a long time ago. In that particular case, you understand, we're not going there to bring God to them and to be useful to them. We are then, in that case, going there to... to what? To to put our lives in order. Okay? But we're going to do this to everybody. Does that answer your question? Oh, you got to decide that. You, I'll tell you the truth. I think everybody in AA should at least do a year or two. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I know. Those who haven't been there think not, but those who have been know that when you walk out of the joint, Man, I have paid my debt to society. You can kick. I, I am just, I am just clean. Oh yeah, I, there's not one time I walked out of prison didn't feel clean. And the next time I went back, I felt even cleaner. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but you got to decide that this is all in your hands now. Do you notice that? This is all in your hands. It's between you and God. I've seen many people afraid to face prison. And had they not, had they not, had they not, had they not had faith in God and done this, they'd have cut and run or caused more trouble. And when they did face these things, we ended up walking anyhow. Because God did for us what we could not do for ourselves. Okay? He took care of us. Okay? I'm sorry. Hang on. You hang on. Did that answer your question? Kind of, but I mean, I'm not talking about it. Well, you know, but that's between you and God. If you if you really believe that this is what you got to do, you got to do it. And if it's fear that's stopping you from doing it, then we know what to do with fear. If it's a lack of faith, then let your faith increase. But but it's not for me to decide. We've given directions. Choice is yours. Okay, choice is yours. Have I ever been faced with that choice? You bet. You bet. Have I chose to to do whatever I got to do to overcome it? You bet. You bet. I mean, recently, recently, the choice is to cut and run and never get caught. I mean, really, never get caught. Or to face up to it and take whatever needs to be done. And I faced up to it and... <laughs> 
and don't do that. What happened to all of these years I was so scared of? Just the fear itself was greater than the punishment. Go ahead. Yeah, we already answered that question. Yeah, that's something you got to ask yourself. You've got to ask that inside yourself. Is it more useful for me to continue on with the part that I missed or to just let it go and be a decent human being? We do that with our parents quite a bit. We do that with our parents quite a bit. Uh, I, oh, there's more I forgot I did to my mom. Well, if you take her garbage out every Wednesday, if you shovel the snow or, or sunshine or whatever you do every time it snows, and you call her up and you tell her you love her and, and, you, and you're there to take her to the store and, and you go to church with her and hold her hand while you pray the rosary, uh, is it necessary to say, you know, Ma, I forgot that time I, I called your name? I don't know. But after we finish these amends, we are going to live a better life. I, I hear in California something I've never heard before. Living amends. What the? F what is that? Is that called decent living that we do 10 and 11? Well, then let's call it that. That's just nothing more than the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. Living amends, I haven't read that yet. It might be on page 900. I haven't gotten that far. But if I make amends to someone and then I live the rest of my life avoiding argument, retaliation, love and service is my code, what do you think the chances are that they're going to see a good human being? I think pretty damn good. Okay? Yes, so far. Okay. Okay. Ready for this? I'm ready. It's going to be a good one. Come on with it. Okay. Now, you've got some amends that you need to make. You're going to say there's money involved in this amendment. Right? Money involved. Money involved. Money involved. And just say that this person was robbing your money on a regular basis, and you got mad and you did something to them that cost money to have to fix, okay? Yes. Now, in my mind, this person owes me this money, you know, but you know, yes. I'm going to make the amends to this person, and when they say to listen, is there anything that I can do to right the wrong that I've done to you? And they say, yeah, you got to pay for the stuff you broke. Do I? There's no conflicts involved here. Now, you know, we stop fighting, but, but it's kind of like dumb in his business mind. I got, don't I mention about the money that he should be paying me? His faults are not to be discussed. We stick to our own. Another line here. What about the money part? We are here to sweep off our side of the street. Okay? We do not criticize or argue. Okay? You with me? You with me? Are you with me? Yeah, no, it's not the business of yours. It's the business of our pride. It's the business of our own personal satisfaction for revenge, to get even, for justice, for what they did to me. But Lord, forgive me for what I did to them. Is that sort of like the slogan to keep it? You got to give it away. Here's the deal. The deal is this, and keep this first and foremost in your mind. Our job is to clean up the messes that we made. We're not supposed to discuss them. I can't tell you how many thousands I have lost, given away, swindled out of in Alcoholics Anonymous. And yet today I stand before you and I tell you, I got money I ain't spent yet. Maybe it's only six bucks. <laughs> but I have peace in my heart, no need for revenge, and absolute love for my fellow man.
Now, where can you buy that? Sears? No. That only comes from God. And if I do these things, I will get those things. And if I don't do these things, I'll be an unhappy individual. And that's as simple as it is. Any other questions? Let's take a break.